And that is the start of episode two. Welcome back, everybody. <laughs> to another great podcast by your host. My name is Jacob Martinez. <laughs> My name is Josh Jacobo. <laughs> My name is Jacob Pear. I'm Tucker Jeffries. And we are going to come at you with some crazy takes today. Aha! <laughs> 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 Alright. So, crazy take number one. Do you think... Jamar doesn't think. I don't think I. I just talk. (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's get right into it, though. Yeah, let's start. Let's get swiftly into this one. Um, Let's start off with probably the upset of the of the day in the round of sixteen. We had (laughs) we had Dylan Medville and Joseph Kaler from Oregon uh, upset the number three seed, Andrew Cochet and Brandon Brown. Good work, boys. <laughs> Do them dirty. <laughs> uh, that was definitely a little bit of a shocker. Uh, what did you guys, what did you guys see there? What, what happened in that one? I mean, yeah, Josh and I were playing right next to them, so we kind of had our eye on them and kind of keeping our well, like, it was just, like, one of those things, like, you know, we'd, we'd be serving, we'd see them, like, and we'd see them popping off. Shout out to Joseph Kaler. Yeah. He was... Apparently he, he had a serving He had a serving performance that game, is what so I... So, Dylan, I heard, I heard Dylan played really well. I yeah. heard Dylan's got, like, very, a lot more consistent, and, like, yeah, he's, he's cleaned his game up a lot, too, so... Yeah, they played really well that that series, obviously, because, I mean, that's not an easy team to beat by any means. Even, yeah. even if they're having, like, an, a decent day, like, they're still gonna get a lot of ups and be a hard team to beat even mentally speaking I guess yeah, because, <laughs> yeah to take down uh, Brandon and Andrew to so to speak like, yeah. it's just like especially in that fashion yeah they just <laughs> <laughs> they just talk so much in the game and they talk like so much shit like it's just it's crazy like how do you like handle that and, yeah and it's like surprising Joseph and Dylan were able to just like clear that away and like just yeah, kill the, them. the note the, the thing that I could see with those two is game one Andrew and Brandon won 21-15 so it's pretty comfortable like, yeah I feel like they you know went into it thinking like oh like we got this pretty like lax of days cool yeah and then game two I think Dylan's that type of player that like he'll like step up his performance mm-hmm, maybe he totally. may not come across as that but like if he sees like you know if something's going wrong or if he's not playing as well as he should he's gonna come back like really hard like yeah. he, he already swings the ball like so freaking hard, so dude. Hard, and so, and I think Joseph, like, is a competitive and fun person. And so I think he just, like, fed off of maybe some of that energy. And then they both just balled out. And they, mm-hmm. they won 21-19 and 26-24. So yeah, tight games. Yeah, crazy. You know? Very tight games. Yeah, and I think uh, going to your point about, like, the mental, uh, Josh, I think that both Joseph and Dylan, at least when I played them in the past, are much more stoic. Right, mm. they don't really mm. show totally. a lot of like, oh, we're super frustrated. Yeah. Whereas Brandon and Andrew, definitely the opposite. You know exactly what's going through their totally. head when they're yeah. playing, right? And so I think uh, it's interesting. Maybe their the headspace difference between those two teams could have been a huge factor in that one. And yeah. then I think uh, you know I I was only able to watch the end of game three and Joseph was going off. Yeah. I mean he I, I mean he was hitting everything from what I saw. He was Jeez. going wide Jeez. right. Wide left, reverse. He he really was kind of 
put, putting them on skates. And yeah, so I think... Uh, lefty outstep cut, lefty instep cut. Yeah. The South American arms. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he pulled a Robbie Briscoe for sure and, just, yeah. and served the game out, which you got to respect. I mean, that's the name of the game these days, you know? Yeah, and then... Like the legend, soft Robbie yeah. Briscoe. Shout out. Shout out. Yeah, and then I think even looking at their quarters matchup, it looks it looks like uh, Dylan Dylan and Joseph took took it to extras in game one against Ethan and Sean, and then Ethan and Sean are kind of you know the other team that I want to kind of highlight in this is they ended up getting fourth at, at this tournament, mm-hmm. and um, I, I think uh, we probably overlooked them a little bit when we were thinking about you know teams that we would probably place in yeah. the top four, but. Um, I look, you know, thinking back on it, I don't know why we overlooked them as much as we did. Yeah. I think you know, um, both of them are incredible players. Ethan is one of the best servers in California, and they've proven time and time again that they play super well together. Yeah. Right? Um, they've done well at the, they did well at the OC tour stop together, if I remember correctly. Yeah. Um, and I, I know at other California yeah. events they played yeah, well together. Every tournament they played pretty well together. They won the West, there's like a West Coast bike one that they won in Santa Barbara. They played in San Fran together, I think, yeah, too. They, they and they did pretty pro, well there. Pro racket there, I believe. They, yeah, they made the pro racket there. They're both, Sean's been playing for a long time. He's pretty defensively minded. And I think it works really well with Ethan's. Arsenal serves and his hitting on two. His hitting on two, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, and, I mean, sorry, go on. No, I was just saying, like, I think they're both pretty fun to play with, and like they enjoy playing with each other too. Yeah. And I think they've played enough together at this point where they can beat a lot of teams. That I, I think there's just so many good teams that like we we almost cut we cut out we didn't talk a lot yeah. about a lot a few teams. I think, yeah. I yeah. think like because this two like. Guys. Yeah, we right. Two guys. Two guys are supposed to come. Yeah, we yeah. overlooked a little bit. I mean, even besides two guys not coming, I can see like why we overlooked them. Like they're definitely like a strong team, but like the teams that are here, are sh- like a lot of them are sh- in some way stronger. Um, and it was depending on the bracket. Um, so I think it's definitely not a surprise in some ways, but definitely something we didn't all predict. Yeah. Right. Just because the caliber of teams, just because. All of them. They definitely were, in some ways, the underdog best team there, I guess you could say, right? Yeah. Like, so, I don't really, um, not surprised that they made it there, but also, like, yeah, I can see why. They, they also, they also had a tough round of 16, too, mm-hmm. like Connor and Michael, like, yeah. it was 22-20, yeah. 19. I mean, Connor and Michael took Andrew and Jason, right, to, like, a super gnarly game in uh, San Jose. Yeah. 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 Right? Like, that, that was, was really crazy. Like, they... Yeah. Almost upset them, like so, and, yeah. It's a good, it's a good sign seeing them like grind mm-hmm. and get better too. Like, yeah, I, I think we we all want to vocalize the yeah. try to get the strength everywhere in California, yeah. not just like because we're all sort of SoCal presence. Yeah, definitely. But like seeing that North totally. Cal people yeah. are coming up and like mm-hmm. they're actually good. And, yeah. Like, it's like, oh, great. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and like speaking of teams who weren't there besides two guys, were like Santa Cruz guys, right? Like Beach Bums, Ryan and um, Sasha. Like they were like. Some people don't know them. Like, they're really good players. They're definitely we're gonna make a statement here, and it's like sucks. Like Sasha got injured Friday up, yeah. so like <laughs> they were playing pickup and he got injured, so that kind of sucks. Yeah. But like I was very excited for them to come and like NorCal people to come and play in SoCal and just like everybody mix. And I mean, there were still NorCal people there, like right, but it was it was definitely um, 
definitely suck to miss them. Yeah, not seeing Ryan and Sasha was a letdown for me. I think they're both they're both the homies, you know, uh, super cool guys. And um, what I was hearing from love, Derek, love to kick it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> love to kick it. Uh, what, what I was hearing was that uh, it was the last game of the day too, when when Sasha pulled no his way. back, uh-huh. and so it was just super unfortunate that I, I overheard that could not be true, but that uh, that's that's out there. I think um, I do want to give a, a quick shout out to Connor and Michael. I think uh, you know we just talked about them a little bit, but I think both of them are flying under the radar a little yeah, bit right now. Bit, yeah, um, people are probably overlooking them a little bit, For but sure. um, both of them incredible players. I think especially Connor right now. I think that he's really like watch out for him next year. Yeah. I, I think he's getting really good yeah. really quickly. I mean, he's um, definitely gonna. Unfortunately, he's going to be in the Northeastern mm-hmm. uh, when he gets there, but he's going to be on their team, and they're going to be dangerous in college if they have him. And then also, I kind of wanted to go back to the performance by Sean and Ethan again, mm-hmm. because also in the quarter, or not the quarter, sorry, in the semis, they took 32 to three games there yeah, with yeah. Matt and Ryan. So, um, you know, I think that uh, Josh, you were saying they might have had a little bit of an easier draw and bracket, um, but I think that taking the eventual champions to three in semis is definitely uh, worthwhile and they, they performed great. Definitely. And I was mm-hmm. talking to Sean after the tournament, um, he reached out and he said that, you know, oh, yeah. he thought that their, their serve return was really what got them to where they were. And I think that looking at who they had to play, I would, I would agree with that. I think Connor, you know, when you're thinking about a round of 16 matchup, having to return Connor and Michael is a, is a tough yeah. warm up game. Sure. Um, and then, Joseph, with the way he was serving and with how hard Dylan hits, you know, those are definitely two hard people to return. And then Ryan and Matt. So I, I definitely uh, agree with agree with Sean there. That serve return was definitely key to their their run through totally. bracket there. Yeah. Um, I think they made a statement. I think another team that came out and made a statement um, was the UCLA A team, uh, so, Corey and Kean. Yeah. yeah. Mad respect to them. I mean they. I recently talked to them. They they play. They have been sort of playing pickup. I think it's like three days a week at least, yeah. and sort of at night. And I think eventually I'll I'll make my way down to like kick it with them when they start their new quarter up because I'm sure that they're in finals or whatever right now. Yeah, it's finals. But yeah. Um, yeah, when the when the new quarter starts, I'm down to grind um, with them. You know, because they're they're up and coming players, and I think some of them are in their sort of. Uh, beginning years at UCLA, totally, so that yeah. gets them to like uh, be more in, inspired to teach people and to go to all these tournaments too. Because you know, like, a yeah, result what, like this, like it's yeah, it's really what, good. What year are they? I think Kian might be a sophomore right now. Corey's like a senior. Corey right? might no? be. I think Corey's older, but Kian, yeah, Kian's definitely a sophomore. Yeah. I'm, pre- I'm yeah, fairly confident on that, and then. I believe Yusei and Rafi are on the younger side as well. Yeah, Rafi yeah, might be a freshman or sophomore. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, but they definitely have a good a good squad uh, growing totally. over there at UCLA. And uh, I just want to give a huge shout out to Kian. I, I can eat like Kian's been absolutely grinding, and he's yeah. a menace. Like yeah, watching so well. him play is is crazy. He brings so much energy on, onto the onto their realm, if you yeah. will. <laughs> and um, you know, against thirty two. Right in game one, they lost twenty five twenty three. So they yeah. took them to extras. Game one, game two went to extras again, but they won it, mm-hmm. um, and then uh, and ended up losing in game three. I think probably experience played a huge totally, factor in yeah. that one. Yeah. But I think that 
you know, give it some time and you're going to be talking about Kean as a, you know, one of the top players in, in Cal- sure. California. Yeah, I think so too. He's, yeah. I feel like his, um, his development or like, you just like, he's in his like rising action phase yeah. of, of, uh, he has the right trajectory. For sure. Yeah, totally. He's like, he's doing everything right. He's like easily wait, coming his way through tournaments. He's getting beat a lot or like in some ways yeah. getting wrecked and then he's learning and he's taking teams and he's taking top players. Like, Especially, like, from the West Coast Spike Tournament we talked about last podcast, like, where he played Matt Ortliff. Like, yeah. now coming in here where he just, like, almost beat him, like, that's definitely an improvement. And especially, like, he's going to improve next year if yeah. he plays more tournaments and just practices with other people, too, as well. Like, yeah, so. I think Matt Ortliff is probably tired of seeing him in tournaments because I think this is not three or four in a row where he's yeah. had, to, had to play he against him. He told me that, like, Matt's knocked him out of, like, three tournaments in a row. Yeah. yeah. Or something, or maybe four, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think that's definitely a team where, you know, you know, uh, assuming they don't have to face Matt Ortlip again for a fifth time in a row the at their Raven. next tournament, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's definitely a team that could end up on a podium where people probably, you know, might overlook them. I also think Corey's not a slouch either, right? We can't discount Corey. Um, He's incredible at holding. He does not really get broken much, and his defense is really good. Um, And especially their defense as a team, Mm -hmm. they're very in sync. Uh, Corey has been grinding a reverse recently, and it's jumping a lot. And um, they, they just look really good together. So... Definitely wanted to give a huge shout out to them and their performance. Um, on the other side of things, maybe um, and we talked about a good draw for uh, Sean and Ethan, maybe an unlucky draw for the veterans. They drew the one seed mm-hmm. and then ended up in quarters playing against Jubilation. Um, Jacob, you probably have the most uh, knowledge of how that series went, but yeah. unfortunate draw for them. Yeah, I... I was I had thought that was going to be sort of a finals matchup, um, but uh, you know, if you perform in pool play, you may not get the best draw either way. It's it's not and that's the sort of ugly truth and beauty of tournaments. Like you could play really well in pool play, and then have to draw someone, you know, early early on in the day, and you're like, well, that's not who I kind of wanted to play right away, but it is what it is. Um, in our circumstance, Jarrett and I. Played uh, Pepino Power in the round before, and you know that was a a really good like almost like warm up yeah. into veterans because sure. you look at both of the players of Pepino Power like <clears throat> I mean they have different styles of game where Ben is like very serve heavy and not so fundamentally um, all the way there, and then you have Drew who's really you know uh, fundamentally like hitting setting um, and defense is really up there and then his serving is it's there's not really that much pressure and like he he gets it on don't get me wrong um but it's not gonna like ace you wide you just have to sort of be ready for half a second you'll get there so it was a good lead into um the veterans where game one i think they took us game one uh 21 i think 19 or like a pretty close draw like 22 20 it was it was neck and neck the entire time um or maybe it's, yeah, I think it's actually 21 18. Let me correct myself. And then game two sort of readjusted, uh, found found our little niche of figuring out what defense was for us. And so getting, you know, on certain plays, uh, getting in Jason's uh, hitting on two was like crucial for us because it got him in a headspace where he didn't feel comfortable almost. And then Sam 
sort of like feeds off of his partner's energy a lot too of like hey if your partner's doing good then I'll do good so um, that sort of boiled down into game two and even in game three game three was a little bit closer um, but all in all I think we Jarrett and I handled each of those players really well Sam with serving pressure Jason with defensive pressure and it was a fun series I really wish we recorded a lot of games but we didn't end up recording because I, I don't know I just didn't <laughs> get my tripod or whatever um, yeah 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 and I think speaking of wishing you recorded uh, <laughs> I want to move forwards and kind of look at the finals so uh, Jacob and Jarrett jubilation ended up playing against 32 Ryan Oswald and Matt Ortlip in the finals and I think at least for me, watching that, one of the big things was watching Jarrett play defense and, and you guys. I mean, you guys as a team, but especially I remember a couple of Jarrett's like deep rundowns, like yeah. super far away rundowns. Um, it re-energized like my love for the game a little bit, right? Yeah, watching that and being like, oh, right. I remember why I got into the sport. It's yeah. because plays like that are yeah. possible, yeah. right? And I think that was so fun to watch. Um, I, I don't know if anybody recorded any of those games, but those were so fun to watch. Um, yeah, ultimately, yeah. yeah. I think before. we do have film from the videographer. Awesome. So I think like most of the yeah. Yeah. most of those games for sure. Awesome. Yeah. Dude, yeah. I just, yeah, especially in the final, like I think that your guys' defensive chemistry was like really good all day. Yeah. And then... I think that, but like, yeah, in the finals, there were a couple things Jared did that were like ridiculous. Yeah. That were just like, like, he was just everywhere. He was just everywhere. And like, I think there was one play where he got like three defensive touches that were like hard gets. Like, things where it's like, oh, he got like three touches in a row that were like, like, he just read it right. And it was like, what, like, why did you think that was what was going to happen? Yeah. I'm thinking of like, even, even to backtrack a little bit against you guys in the semis. Yeah. Um, which was a very uh, big big sort of circle where Jared and I played you guys in the semis yeah. Like, yeah. years ago and then playing you guys again. Yeah. It, was, it, yeah. it was fun. Like, it, like yeah. walking up to like playing that semis, I was like, oh my God, this Shit. is fucking sick. Yeah, it was kind of funny. <laughs> like, was I can't believe this is like happening. Throwbacks for sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, and like Jared and I were like definitely just trying to tell each other like like to take a breath like before you're, you're going to do the play. Like even if we didn't have like the greatest serving pressure, I think Jarrett sort of like gets me back into a defensive state of mind and I feel like I'm a decently good defender if I like am only focused on that totally yeah I can, I can be a good server if I really focus on serving or I could be a really good defender yeah. if I really just focus on that I and think so, yeah that's what happened against I felt like you guys were yeah. game one we kind of yeah. played well against you guys of what I remember yeah, and then game two one. you guys took it um, and like and 31 or something, or something like 29 yeah, or something, something crazy something it was a big. long game yeah, it was a long game yeah and then game three I think we finally like put the p- missing puzzle pieces together and then like played yeah. really well against yeah, you definitely. sort of hoping for the same case in the finals where like uh, it was kind of flipped actually game one Jarrett and I kind of destroyed Ryan and Matt of what I remember it was like 21-14 or something like yeah. that and it was like a comfortable win like we defensively like ate up Matt really well, um, just sort of knew what to do. And then game two is probably like, I'm going to argue it was probably the best game of the day to see mm-hmm. because of Jarrett's, you know, crazy defensive plays, the tightness of it, it was mm-hmm. overtime, sun, sun was yeah. setting, everybody's yeah. watching kind of idea. Yeah, so. yeah 100%. I, yeah. Think, um, I, I think watching 
that series, I, I think I was sitting in the crowd talking to kind of some of the people around me, and we were a little bit surprised um, at just how many of their touches you guys were eating up. Because when you think of Ryan and Matt, right, you think of, you know, what we were saying in our, um, you know, pre-show, whatever, about how clean they were and how, you know, they were good hitters, they're going to put the ball away, they're going to set the ball well, right? And then you guys just ate them up. Um, and so some of the talk in the crowd was like, I don't think I've ever seen like Matt and Ryan get eaten up this badly. Um, and so that was a lot of fun to watch game one. I think um, we ran into a little bit of an issue with lights. Uh, it started to get dark. And I think, I think that um, there, there was, at least in my mind, a pretty clear momentum switch. It looked like Jubilation um, kind of had that series, had the win in the bag. And then it kind of switched when the light started to go. Ryan Oswalt must have like the most insane night vision ever. Dude, like he, he is he is the champion of the dark. Like <laughs> it was crazy. Like I mean, I think if if Matt were to be were to play co-ed, it would have been him versus Ryan in the dark. And I, I mean, <laughs> you can't take any credit away from the Raven. He's, <laughs> he operates in. I think Matt was born in darkness. <laughs> And that's and that's a compliment. Um, yeah, but I think you know, watching it, it was like, you know, you guys, uh, be, you guys being uh, Jacob and Jared, it was very defensive-minded presence. And then when the light went, that got harder, right? Because you couldn't see as well. Yeah. Versus, I think um, Ryan and Matt just started putting on really fast low serves yeah. that I, at least in the crowd I couldn't see them so I don't yeah, know how you guys how do you, for, for some reason I think they had better serve percentage in game three <laughs> yeah. than in game one and game two so yeah. like quite frankly I think that they, they did yeah. be, they hit better serves and more serves yeah. when it was basically pitch dark that's outside. hilarious it was like, that's yeah. so funny I how, they just, yeah. how the heck did this just happen just turned on like, <laughs> yeah some <laughs> light turned just so new yeah like the night it, went down and like they turned on i feel like it like maybe so, is like reassuring knowing that when it's dark if you land a serve the chance you ace is like just super high. Yeah. so maybe yeah. it's just like at that Back point you played all day you kind of have the muscle memory of serving down yeah. like you're just like if i land like a 70 to 80 percent serve Good. it's it's as good as a hundred percent serve in yeah. the day, like yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and not to jump, I mean, too far ahead, but then, excuse me, not to jump too far ahead, but then on uh, Sunday, coed, um, you could argue a lot of the same in in finals. Oh, um, yeah. So in the finals for coed, uh, we had Jason and Kara versus Ryan and Kayla, and it. I think I mean Ryan and Kayla took game one pretty handily yeah. if i remember yeah. game two jason and kara played much better one game two in game three it was looking uh, like if i remember correctly from my point of view it looked like uh jason and kara were kind of in control and there was a pretty clear moment in time when jason could no longer see the ball like at yeah, all. Just, and and yeah. ryan just started Landing tearing serves, them yeah. apart it was yeah. the same thing as the same day before exactly, yeah. where the light went out and Ryan just said, I'm going to land yeah. every single serve and you're not going to be able to see it, so yeah. good luck. Mm-hmm. And so um, I think, uh, yeah, shout out to Ryan. He was he was the man of the tournament uh, yeah, for, for yeah. the state championship. And I think a lot of yeah. that 
came down to his performance in yeah. the finals in both days. And I know he's been practicing a lot, like at night recently, because of uh, daylight savings. Like he knew this was gonna happen. And he told me that he's been grinding, like in a pitch black room. Or at nighttime a lot. Yeah, so I think that. text at like 3 a.m. He's like, yeah, yeah. Down <laughs> it was like him and Robbie were both were the two people that were have been practicing a lot yeah. past you know 6 p.m. So yeah. shout out. I mean, it was smart of him. Yeah, paid out. You can't you can't be mad at the guy, you know. <laughs> uh, let's look at some of the other results um, in the women's division. Um, Let's see. I think that a lot of the bracket was games that were 2-0, 2-0. None of the series yeah. really went, went to, to three. 3, but... Um, I kind of wish we put the scores in. Yeah. yeah. Now that I'm thinking about it. Because there were some closer ones, right? Yeah. Or like, I guess there's those things that you could have pointed out, but I don't really know the scores. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But I think one thing that stands out, um, Alex and Seb, who a lot of us predicted to end up in the top four, got the seven seed um, out of nine teams, and then because of that had a really tough draw in quarters um, and ended up taking a T5. Um, And that, I think, was a little bit disappointing. Um, I I think Seven and Alex are both incredible players, and so definitely a team that um, I thought could have been in the top four that um, just didn't have a great showing. Yeah. I mean, we definitely talked about that, like, spot right there. Like, there's five women's teams that could make that top four. And mm-hmm. we well, knew... there's only we... four of them. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> there's only four. <laughs> Obviously, sorry, there's not only four. To... Sorry. My bad. Sorry. <laughs> um, but they got they got stuck with uh, Kayla and Perrin in that round of eight. Like, and it could have been anyway. Like, they just had an unfortunate pool play. And... Yeah, it was unfortunately them that got stuck in that round of eight matchup. Yeah, definitely, I think, goes to show the importance of pool play sometimes. Bless you. (laughs) Yeah, definitely goes to show the importance of pool play sometimes um, and kind of the importance of, you know, luck in bracket draws. Um, But luck could have been on their side with a better performance in pool play there. I think um, another team that I want to talk about... um, in the semifinals, so Ashley Ortlip and Kayla Nye um, got the ended up playing against Kara and Joel on one side of the bracket in semis. And um, in Fuengo, if you look at it, it's put in as 2-0, but that doesn't really reflect how that series went. Um, I think yeah, I was I was sitting there watching uh, both semis games, and in game one they they took Kara and Joel to extras. And that was something that was really cool to see because I, I think, you know, before the tournament, we were all talking about how Kara and Joel were just going to run away with it and no one was really going to come close to touching them. And then following the game when they took them to extras, it wasn't one of those situations where, you know, the team that you assume is better then goes, oh, okay, let's turn it on now and wins 21-12. It was a close game too as well, if I remember correctly. And so I think um, that was... Um, that was uh, a good good to see. Yeah. yeah, they also had a. I mean, with Kayla and Ashley and Joel and Kara, they had a fifteen thirteen win. Um, Joel and Kara in pool play. So I mean, like I'm just scrolling through the pool play, like there's some like really close games with everybody. Like totally. Yeah. Even yeah. like Mai and Christine, like they went fifteen thirteen yeah. against um, K 
Kayla and Perrin. Like, that's a close match. Yeah. Like, I mean, I feel like there's close matches within, yeah, that mm-hmm. whole, like, group of, like, six teams. Like, yeah. That, that top two-thirds of the teams there were, like, all, like, dang, this is actually yeah. pretty yeah. even. Yeah. Pretty even. Yeah. I think that's a little bit of what we talked about going into it, right? There was just a lot of parody, a lot of who can, you know, anyone can beat anyone at this in, in this tournament, and I think that's kind of, you know, how it ended up playing yeah. out. Um, and then on the other side of the semis draw, it was uh, Kayla Wu and Perrin versus Malia and L. Um, I think a lot of us thought that was going to be a three-game series. Um, it wasn't as close. Um, um, I think that there was definitely multiple factors that went into that. But yeah, Kayla and Perrin ended up taking that one into mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Um, Shout out to Robbie Briscoe for observing that series. Good work, Robbie. It's not even true. <laughs> not even Whatever, true. man. We all have our own opinions. <laughs> uh, oh, oh man. And so then, um, in the end, Kara Joel, Kara and Joel, they took it. Yeah. Um, kind of what we expected. Kayla and Perrin then took second, and then uh, the third place game, uh, Malia and L got third place i i believe that uh there was a forfeit there kayla had to leave but i I just not to chime in but like it says minus one yeah the score i saw that like so i guess it's a forfeit yeah no minus one is a forfeit oh is it really so actually that's what i learned that that, like um dan or yeah ben dancers was like for some event, he's like, "Hey, I need you to put in the scores. All forfeits are my oh, it was the OC challenger. He's oh, like, okay. you need to put all these as forfeits or whatever, so the USA knows it when they did the ratings. Oh, and stuff. So you have to put. Well, I just yeah. did it because I knew it. I was like, oh, I know. Oh, what I was like, whoa, yeah. <laughs> no, that, yeah, that's so, yeah, so yeah, they got minus one point. We're gonna have to consider that in the rankings. Kayla <laughs> and Ashley might have to get a little, you know, a little drop down. Yeah, a little drop down. Yeah, yeah, maybe minus six. Minus six. <laughs> I don't know. But that was another good performance, I think, for uh, Malia and L. I know they yeah. they, they would have liked to have uh, made, made the semis a little bit more competitive. Oh, okay. um, but I think that's still a good finish for them. Another third place for them as a team is is Definitely. good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, did they end up playing any games for third or no? Or was it all just? Was it just? No, it was just a forfeit. Yeah, there was no game played for yeah. the third place one. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's kind of how the women's division went. Yeah. Um, and then on Sunday for co-ed, um, there were some close series in the quarterfinals. Yeah. Uh, so Jason and Kara played against John Choi and Alex Buckman in. In quarters, and even though Fuengo shows it as once again a 2 0 series victory, um, at least game two went deep extras, and both Alex and John were holding incredibly well against Jason and Kara, um, even though there was a lot of pressure being put on by both teams. That one was highly entertaining, a lot of fun to watch, um, and definitely a lot closer than the scoreboard shows. Yeah. Um, moving forwards, the other quarters on that side of the bracket, actually, um, Josh Frag and Mai had a three-game series against Kyle Liu and Brooke, 
and uh, Kyle and Brooke took a game off of yeah. off of Josh and Mai there. Yeah, that was definitely a hard one for sure. I was like kind of scared because I was like, oh, well, haven't played Kyle in a long, long, long time, and <laughs> I, I knew Brooke was coming off hot, especially after yeah, that. How were how were they as a team? Uh, they were pretty good. Um, I think game one went more of just like I was just serving hot. And it was kind of just like Kyle served hot, I served hot, Kyle served hot, and nothing really else happened. It was kind of pretty boring. I remember it being silent. I'm like, this is kind of boring. Like, this is just serving and serving and yeah. serving. It's going yeah. back and forth. And um, then game two got a little more exciting. Kyle kind of woke up, and he got a lot more touches. He definitely, like, was just eating our hits up, and he got a couple aces on me, and, like, that was just the game. Like, yeah, he was very fast. Like, he was just literally all over the place, and I always forget how, like, he's, like, worn. He's just like twitchy. He's so fast. I was like, yeah, oh my fast gosh, you're there. Yeah, fast it, twitch muscles. Yeah. Doing it like both yeah, Brooke and yeah. Kyle have. Yeah. Because the, they're ultimate players, and I feel like ultimate players yeah, just super fast. get that. Yeah, and they just also just lay out. Like, I saw Kyle yeah. just like go for a ball and just like hit the ground so hard. I was like, Ow. yeah, I hit the ground hard, and so does Andrew, but damn, that hurt. Like, <laughs> <laughs> holy crap. Yeah. Um, and then game three was again, I just served, and yeah. Kyle served, and I served more. and but that was he served three. a lot. Yeah, I served better. a lot. Basically, <laughs> uh, I think that was very. I think those games were like on the more side of the board. We didn't. Me and my didn't really touch like defensively the ball too much. I think in that mm-hmm. game, um, and Kyle was just like his hitting was super clean, and my hitting was not as clean. But my serving was like just clean. So I was just, like, yeah, that well, was just it. Most, yeah. yeah, most times I peeked over. Like I felt like everybody had some like solid just like put aways. So almost felt like yeah, defensively I think was. Yeah, it wasn't there? really. Yeah, it wasn't really ins- anything insane. It was pretty, pretty boring. Yeah, yeah from that defensive. Well, <laughs> oh, clean. You could just sure. say yeah, it was clay. Yeah, yeah, it was clean. Yeah. In the game, it was boring. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. When spike balls played clean, the game is not that fun. Yeah, I think I think Kyle's funny because right, he doesn't show up very often. And then everyone kind of forgets how good he is. He shows up again, and everyone's like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah was, you're yeah. really good. Yep. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was definitely like, well, Tucker was right. We get knocked out in the round of eight by somebody. <laughs> um, but, yeah, def- I'm definitely glad we held our own against them. Especially, like, I don't know, how, like, especially Brooke. And I know my played Brooke on Saturday. But she was definitely the wild card of, like, if she was landing serves and how she would do against my and, like, I think Mai just kind of outplayed her, hit over her. It was just mm-hmm. a lot better at hitting and like a lot better at the game than her yeah. that day and stuff. So it was definitely yeah. helped a lot too that she was just solid in that game for sure. Yeah, I played against uh, Kylan Brooke in pool play and Brooke wasn't hitting serves yet. It was the first game of the day, at least for us. It might have been their second game of the day. And um, even though her serves weren't like landing yet, you could tell they were like, you know, they're hitting front rim a lot. And you could tell there's a couple where I was like, oh shit, like I'm gonna get, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna get, yeah. it has, I'm gonna get absolutely it, humiliated. Yeah, it catches, right it catches those last two fingers yeah. for sure. Like it adds spin, but yeah. It's, it's yeah, not consistent. More sure. spin, yeah. less power, baby. Yep. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, on the other side of the bracket, um, I think probably the big game of the day to talk about, or the big series of the day to talk about, was you had Trevor and Joel face Connor and L. And Connor and L had a legit chance in game one there. They were up 2016 and then lost it. Uh, Ended up losing in extras 23-21. And they were looking really clean for most of that game. And then Trevor just kind of went off with serves at the end. Yeah. 
That's crazy. Yeah, Trevor kind of went off. He hit one of the nastiest reverses I've Jeez. seen in a while. And I mean, we've seen all of us have seen a lot of reverses at this point, but yeah. that that one, I mean, it's ankle level, yeah. you know, the whole. Yeah, he'll get I mean, one of those. Yeah, when you're facing someone strong. like Trevor, it's just like he can once he goes off. It's just, how you stop. He's him. a momentum yeah. player yeah. for sure. Yeah. Timeout call from Connor and L could have uh, maybe stopped the maybe. train. Maybe I don't know. Yeah. Okay. I think uh, well, I think that's something that's probably underutilized yeah. in in the game right now is timeouts. Yeah. You know, totally. like I know, I know, I've had to play dialed like a gazillion times at this yeah. point, and that's like part of my strategy. Is I'm like, all right, if Luke gets one, he has one. <laughs> yeah. If he gets think, two, you're calling a timeout because the second yeah. the train gets rolling, yeah. it's 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 yeah. very. I think very a lot of people forget that you do have two timeouts a game. You know, an injury and. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, normal one, so it's like yeah. no. I'm kidding, but. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, I, like technically, yeah, I <laughs> uh, just fake that injury, man. You know, yeah, you know. So, something wrong with that. Ankle. It's actually so. I learned like this year. I've, I've gotten a lot better at faking those injuries. You know, it's been it's yeah. Been, that's been it's been the year of the call and the uh, injuries. <laughs> yeah, I do agree with you. Timeouts are definitely. Underutilized. Yeah. I definitely. I think we were talking about that on um, Saturday. I mean, Jamer was like, I mean, everybody called timeout except us. We never was like. We, we didn't don't call care. timeout a single time. I know we didn't really All care. That. We were just yeah. like, nah, we'll play. Like, but it was <laughs> funny. I was like, yeah. it's probably important. It definitely yeah. probably does something. Yeah, yeah, Josh. I don't know if you remember when we were playing Santa Cruz. Oh yeah, we I was like, no, I don't want timeout. <laughs> oh, why are we timeout? Yeah, like, yeah. let's go. Come yeah, on. Josh is also running the tournament. So he knows that it has to get done. Quick. That's so fair. He's like, like <laughs> and, yeah. yes, so but also I hate timeouts because I hate just taking like I hear Jarrett. Jarrett does do timeouts. He is also a momentum player. I hear he hates like stopping, but that's in middle of games or not in middle of games. Sorry, in between like before the next games and stuff. But me, I hate timeouts in middle because I just want to play. I just want to like once I get out, I'm like I'm bored. I'm like I just don't want to play anymore. Like so, I need to like not do a timeout. Yeah, Josh is so concerned about the tournament ending on time that he goes to three in every series. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yep, yep. Hey, guess what? One timeout could have prevented one of those game threes. That's fair. That's what I'm saying. Right <laughs> um, to get it back on track here, though, Connor and L looked very strong in that one. And then, kind of like we were talking about before, uh, in the women's semis, similar story here, where... It wasn't then a blowout in game two. It was 21-19 in game two. So those are back-to-back very close games. Um, again, Connor and L, I've, I think I've said enough uh, at this point about how I think that they're both underrated. Um, but I think that was a really good uh, showing from them. Yeah, definitely. I mean, they got third in San Jose, or no, fourth in San Jose, I think. I think they, yeah, they lost yeah. the yeah. 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 But that's, I mean, they beat me and Christine. Which is definitely like that was probably a pretty even matchup for them for sure. Uh, uh, this one was maybe a little definitely harder for sure. And if they would have pulled that out, that would have been insane. Yeah. But like yeah. they've been on a good track, especially like both Elle and Connor with doing Elle doing well in women's and Connor doing well in like the expert division and against all of us. Like he's definitely they're definitely both coming up and next year's gonna be if they play yeah. together next year a couple times that I can see them winning a couple for sure. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, absolutely. At the very least, I can see them getting a podium. Probably, like, yeah, very sure. least. Oh, you know, sure, yeah. I think that yeah. they're both... They're right there. Uh, sure. Right there, yeah. And I think, obviously, that result proves that. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And again, it's just... Uh, not to harp on it too much, but that's so heartbreaking. Like, if you're if you're rooting for the underdog, yeah. which in sport, I mean, I, 
I love Trevor. Joel's great. They're both great people. But I'm always rooting for the underdog. And so it's so tough at 2016 to not be able to close the deal. But that Mm -hmm. makes sense, though. Like, especially with someone like Trevor there. Like, right? Like, it's just, like, sometimes how me or, like, how, like, they, like, sometimes just not into it, right? Like, it's just not into it. And once, like, Jacob's into it, he starts serving good. Or Jamar starts serving Like, it's, like, you're not, it's not like you're not stopping it. It's just... Now they turn on, and now yeah. they're like, sir, and now it's like, it's hard to hard to handle that sometimes. Yeah, I was actually talking to Trevor about this earlier today. I was on the phone with him, and I was saying, you know, some people just have this gene in them, right, where they're just better than other people, and then they are kind of just chilling for, for a lot of the time that they're playing, and then they'll kind of realize, like, oh... Oh, I, I, I need to win this game. I want to win this game. And just flip a switch, couple aces, oh, and you win the game. And it's so effortless for them. Or, you know, and the other team is, you know, trying as hard as they can. Totally. And so it's, like, demoralizing. And I think um, looking at the semifinals matchups, um, ironically, we were just talking about how I think Trevor has that gene. Um, yeah. But I also think Ryan Oswald has that gene. And yeah. I think that's what happened in that semis matchup between... Um, the two three seeds there. Um, I I think um, at least in game one, if I remember correctly, um, yeah, Ryan Ryan and Kayla were down. Ryan got the ball, got a couple aces, and that was that yeah. was that. Um, so some people just have that gene, and you know, don't even try to practice it. It's just all innate ability. Yeah, spike ball is all just a gene, so you can't get yeah. any better. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So then, in the end, there Ryan and Kayla took uh, took Trevor and Joel on one side of the of the bracket, and then on the other side, Jason and Kara took care of Josh and Mai. Um, and then we talked about it a little bit already, but the finals. Um, I, I thought it, I mean, it was just a side observation. I guess mm-hmm. um, I thought it was very funny. Jason and Kara. It was for those of you not in California. It was raining all for most of the day, yeah. and um, Jason and Kara were wearing trash bags. And uh, dude, it was so funny. Every time the ball hit the yeah. trash bag, it made the most disgusting noise ever. <laughs> it was so funny to it watch. Was, it was and, horrible sounding. Yeah, <laughs> and I was just like thinking about like you know if anyone's walking by this park right now, looking at this, and there's just people like wearing trash bags. Yeah. Like what is it's like going a cult. on? Yeah. <laughs> Dude, also shout out to that nice lady who comes from her house and brings us a bag of towels. Oh, just yeah. like, hey, if it's like raining, like you know, at the beginning of the day, like mm-hmm. uh, one of the na- one of the neighbors that was watching us all play at the park, they were just gracious enough to like give a whole bag of towels yeah. and just like, hey, like uh, if you guys need these, like just throw them over the fence when you guys are done with them. Thank you. Yeah, and we're like, so well, thank you, Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> like, <what the> heck? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's so unexpected. So but, cold and so wet for yeah, sure. But, yeah, super clutch. Super nice. Yeah, a great act of kindness. Shout out, yeah. yeah. Shout out to Pauline. Briscoe. Shout out to Pauline. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Robbie Briscoe's mom. Yeah, I'm pretty sure Robbie Briscoe had some sort of, maybe a distant cousin, maybe his mom. Something oh, like yeah, that. she does live there. <laughs> yeah, right. Robbie. Robbie, yeah. Yeah. Love that guy. <laughs> Love that guy. <laughs> shout out. Yeah, shout out. Yeah, shout out. Yeah, they had a good one. And I mean, we haven't even talked about his performance in Coed yet, have we? <laughs> <laughs> so, as I How predicted, he got fourth in the consolation bracket. Dude, that's sick. That's predict- good for him. I predicted That's him really, honestly, that's really, 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 really good for him. No, that is really, I mean, 
I, I'm not surprised. I know, but he he does only send a lot of the videos and stuff to me. Yeah, and uh, yeah, he's, you know, he grinds his he, lefty he, reverse no, a lot. He, he's he's uh, um, he's got this thing. He has like a crazy lefty instep cut, crazy lefty outstep cut. You know, all that stuff. Yeah, it all translates from. I think he's gonna take. Yeah. I think he's gonna take. He's gonna take it on. Yeah, I think him. I think him and Matt. Run state finals next year again? Yeah. Matt's totally. getting a third. Oh, for so, sure. Yeah, yeah. Matt's I think I think Robbie, maybe he teams up with Ryder. Oh. Looking at a little pro yeah. bracket. Pro bracket. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm saying this right now. He he surprised a lot of people at these tournaments. He's going to surprise a lot of people in the season. <laughs> He's going to tear it up out there. And I think no one's ready. Yeah. Honestly. <laughs> Let's wrap it up on co-ed. Uh, Third place ended up going the way of Trevor and Joel um, over Josh and Mai. Yeah. And then um, kind of talking about teams, however, um, I think we want to move forwards and look at the California state team Woo. that we know of uh, to this point so far. So um, now that the season is over, people's points are figured out. They are what they are Accumulated. at this point. And so we have our top eight uh for for men's yeah. and we have our top four for women's um and those are the ones that have been decided by points yeah so the way for the men's team it's going to be top five results from the main series events which includes the general events the el grande supreme and state finals plus your top finish at a cali club event and a cali club event is hosted by one of your local organizations whether it's in orange county um, it's in San Central Jose, Valley, yeah, Santa Cruz, Valley. wherever it is. Um, usually those communities, those, um, whoever runs those local organizations run the tournaments and we give a couple points out to them. And so your top result there, plus half your co-ed. So there's a lot of different tournaments you can, um, help build your points up. Uh, and Jacob will give you the first half or yeah. Yeah. First yeah. Half the first half of the, the men's state team. Um, that will go to obviously number one in points who runs the show Josh for Giacomo let's go um, secondly we have another another member who runs the West Coast Bikes show we have Trevor Barbosa let's go let's go mm-hmm. shout out shout out Trevor. third in points we have Mr. Man of the Tournament for State Finals himself Ryan Oswald and then for the fourth uh, spot on the men's team, uh, the man who is talking right now, Jacob Pear. Woohoo! Let's go. Let's go. And Josh, I want to go. Yeah. Into so the as well. when we get into the bottom four, uh, we have a person who didn't. The reason he's fourth is because he didn't play co-ed. Or fifth. Or sorry, fifth. The reason he didn't <laughs> was because he didn't play co-ed. And he's still fifth. Is Matt Orlick, which oh, is actually shit. crazy. That's he didn't play a single co-ed. No, event. he didn't play a Did single co-ed, <laughs> and he is actually like still in the he's top five. Still, like, yeah. he's just that good. That is crazy. Crazy. Uh, and then we have Ethan Zer, who is nice. a great upcoming that's player. Cool. Like, yeah, that's a. I hate that game. I hate right. that. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then <laughs> another person who's been in the game a super long time is Jason Rhodes. Oh, so that's very exciting. Very exciting for him. Beast. And then the. The last spot, and I'm very excited for this and very happy to announce this, and I think a lot of people in this room are very proud of this person and very happy to announce this person's name. Uh, it's Luke. 
this Luke is oh, good job, Luke. Uh, good job, yeah. Luke. Yeah, so Luke is definitely there was definitely a lot of people very close to um, this the, last eight spot, and I think Luke. Luke definitely got by like just a little like barely points, but he definitely deserves it. Like traveling with he Josh well and like he did San he, Jose. Yeah, they did well in San Jose. They got second. Like even like college, they just been grinding this whole year and like th- like from not doing too well at the OC tournament last year, getting what third at SF and then doing not too well at the um, May tournament in San Diego, not reaching premier like. They weren't even premier halfway through the year. That's like, crazy. Yeah. Which is crazy to think about. Yeah. Now they're premier and now they're competing against all of us and like they're like taking us and like beating us and like yeah. like this man is definitely deserves it. 100%. Yeah, the margin between Luke and the next like four players basically is within like 75 points. Yeah. So, so it's yeah. within like a round and of it. Yeah. Really yeah. really what secured it was me and my beating Jamar and Christine. Like if Christine and Jamar beat me and my, Jay, I'm pretty sure Jamar gets it or something. Yeah, Jamar would have taken it, yeah. which is like crazy. Uh, that's how close these points were, especially on both teams, like men and women. So this year was yeah. just last year was just crazy of how like the first two were just just like above everybody in points and everybody was close and then everybody below them weren't close. Like right, like it's it's crazy how this year was just like it was neck and neck throughout through through and through and. That, that's good to see it's like all the skill levels are pretty even so yeah 100% and I also think you know for Luke it's also I mean as a player we all know he's great but it's also just a great dude I'm super yeah. super stoked to see uh, Luke get on the team he's been grinding a lot and I remember a couple years back actually like he had just like he, he showed up to a pickup that I was at on like in like the from the west side like LA round net yeah. community he showed up because he saw it on on uh the spike ball app actually and he was like yeah like just trying to find some games whatever and i remember being like this guy's gonna be good mm-hmm. and then he just like grinded you yeah. know and he went to he went to poly you know and teamed up with josh and he's just mm-hmm. a su- super stoked for him the yeah. backstory of like luke he when he was a freshman i remember meeting him and like i believe i was in my uh, junior or senior year at that point and I remember him coming out like he would come out pretty consistently but he never really like he always hit hard he always always hit hard serves right away and it was like dang this guy's like kind of got a cannon like we'll see what happens like I don't know if he'll keep playing if he'll understand fundamentals of the game or like what yeah. you know where he's gonna go and now he's like probably one of the most like knowledgeable about like the rules of the game and like all these things like he's so analytical like yeah. of this plus he's just so much better he's yeah. so good <laughs> yeah. now yeah. so it's pretty yeah. pretty uh awesome to see him at the in the top in the top eight spots yeah and i think uh, oh yeah sorry go ahead. no you go, uh, you go i think a lot of that like and not to take anything away from luke because he's a great athlete and great all around but it's josh like josh is someone who i think luke in the beginning when i saw him yeah, like you said, he hit hard, serves hard, but fundamentals of defense, setting, like like even just like playing the game, like where are you gonna get that from? And I think that's where Josh came in, and like that's what his voice of the team is like defense where we're moving, and now he understands that a lot better. Now he chimes in, and now it's like now he's a lot better of a player because that, and it shows. And now he's a like a very developed player, and it's just gonna yeah. develop more. 
Yeah, having to play defense against Luke has changed so much throughout this year, too. Yeah, like, yeah, at the beginning sure. of the year, it was like, oh, okay, he's going to boom ball straight to the big yeah, right. Yeah. Boom, here's the defense, right? Yeah. But now it's like you his, can't his you can't do that yeah, anymore. His push shot is it's really good. Like, that, oh, yep. like, it's yep. crazy. Like, yep. it's, a, it's a good it's He kind of started as, like, a serve baller a little bit, right? Mm-hmm. And then yeah. he kind of developed the other parts of his yeah, game a little bit later. Yeah, he, he definitely then, did go on a bad trajectory with like the yeah. serve bowling where he's just gonna rely on yeah. like, he yeah, definitely yeah. relies on defense a lot like he, he does against, yeah, he, against totally does. he was just like even bopping yep. it on which I was like if you're a serve baller and you can just control yourself and just bop it on that's you're, yeah. yeah that's a good mm-hmm. step yeah sure. I think that was probably one of the um, instrumental parts of his development was kind of going from alright I'm constantly hitting it hard this is my MO this is who I am to alright like I can contain that Right, being able to just you know really control that and use it effectively yeah. um, and pull it out when it needs to be there, but also have this whole bag of tricks with softer hits and um, his second serves now. I mean, he has like obviously he's always going for it on his first one. On yeah. his second one though, like he tones it down a little bit, but they're still going to get a lot of off touches and the defense that him and Josh have together is just they're going to get they're going to get breaks yeah, yeah. and so. Um, again, just huge shout out to Luke. Stoked to see him on that team. Um, yeah. <clears throat> and then excited to be J- Mark going to the women's. Huh? Oh yeah, J Mark make yeah the a little. It's a little touchy subject for me. <laughs> <laughs> Not gonna lie. Don't love this list. I'll say I'll be the first to say that, <laughs> and I'll have the last word on it too. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so the women's list for the state team um, that is in absolute right now. The first player, um, the one, the only, the second best women's player in California goes to Kara Hui. Let's call Kara. Good job, Kara. And, uh, yeah, second really good job, one. Kara. Really good job. Um, <laughs> maybe next year. Maybe next year you'll be one. No, Kara balled out Never. all year. I don't, I don't even think she played as many women's divisions she as, played a lot, two as a lot of as most of the people on the yeah. list. But she just obviously it's won both of them. Her co ed points yeah. were like insane. Yeah. yeah. She like, won like every time. She won everyone besides two. Yeah. 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 Kara's. Shout out to Jason. Shout out to Jason. Shout out to Brandon Brown. Couldn't hold care. Of it. <laughs> <laughs> um, Couldn't carry. Love you, Brandon. Yeah, love you, Brandon. Love you, Kara. Uh, <laughs> number two goes to the number two, the only Joel Yin. Win, <laughs> Joel Win. Sorry, Joel. Joel. Um, Joel killed it. She, she did. She played. I think she played in a more women's divisions than Kara overall, right? Um, maybe one more. Maybe. Yeah, one more. She wasn't here. She, she wasn't here the first. Yeah, half she wasn't here the first half of yeah. the year. She moved down, and I think she played Camarillo. No, Camarillo. <laughs> that should be our intro. That's how, that's how it's pronounced. That's how it's pronounced. Yeah. Um, I believe she played Camarillo, San Jose, and. Camarillo State Finals, yeah. She didn't play Camarillo. Maybe not. Okay, so San Jose, Camarillo. Yeah, Stanford, San Jose. Played Camarillo second. Second, played Camarillo. Okay, so she played three women's division. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I think it's mostly that. That's crazy how the first top two played the least co ed or women's divisions. That's crazy. Um, The co ed points definitely helped a lot. The last name win 
it's pretty uh, representative of yeah her, uh, of what she know. can do. Yeah, she's only behind two people, Kara and obviously yeah, one. Yeah. yeah, and we'll uh, we'll we'll leave we'll that. We'll disclose that. Let's that's getting political. So, um, <laughs> it's getting political. my bad. At number three, we have Perrin York, and. Yeah, good for Perrin. I mean, this was her first big year overall where she, she put in a lot of work last year and still, I mean, is down to play pickup all the time. Like, she she's down to get better. She's just been putting in a lot of work. She's been grinding. She's been in the lab, yeah. you know, and it's paid off. Yeah. And I think it's, I think she's stoked on how the year went for her, you know? Yeah, definitely deserved. And, she definitely went... She definitely promoted the women's division yeah. the most out of anybody, and she helped mm-hmm. out a lot with that, and she had the most points, for sure, for the women. Totally. Uh, she definitely did the best in the women's Also night. sang the most out of all the women <laughs> throughout the year, too, yeah. which very busy Kudos. schedule, but she still managed to get third in the points, which is very impressive. Um, and then at number four, we have Kayla Wu. That was a good one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> Uh, Kayla has been super good at spike ball for a few years now. Um, She didn't play at every event either, right? Or no, she didn't play every women's event. No, May she played uh, contender with Kaylin trying to get premier, and then I think she she played played, Stanford El Grande. Yeah, I think she is that, and then state finals. Because she played with Kara at the Supreme yeah. Camrio, um, yeah. in expert also well, I believe. Yeah, yeah, like I mean, it was definitely she, her coed points that helped her out. Totally, too. Yeah, yeah. She she did well in coed. She, she played with Ryan every time. Uh, or, mostly every time she played John with one. And John with, she played with Cliff, Cliff as well. Oh yeah, yeah. she yeah. did play a lot of coed yeah, events. Yeah. Which, yeah. Her and Cliff got like second, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. they got second. Kara. Yeah. yeah, dude. Yeah, really I good. mean. Yeah, she's definitely. just super solid. I mean, and, this top four is probably like the top four, like right now, like in the whole women's. If we're not like ranking anybody, or if it's like the rankings are out and everybody, but like you can definitely see why these women are in the top four. And like, like yeah, maybe there's some women who can replace it, but in my opinion, these are probably the top four women. Right yeah, now. if you think I'm like yeah. putting the points aside, like pen yeah. and paper, you probably give the top four to those people. Women, like, yeah, totally. definitely. Yeah, I that's in my opinion. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, no, that top four makes a lot of sense. I think uh, they all definitely deserve it, and I'm excited to see how that state team does. Yeah, one hundred percent. I think that's a very strong uh, state team squad. Totally. Yeah, definitely. Um, and then. When we get into the last two spots, um, we're going to decide based off talking to the team uh, and seeing kind of who played the best this year, who improved a lot, and who kind of deserves it. Like, who's been grinding, who's been working, and who actually wants to... Like, the whole the whole thing about, like, California around that and all this stuff and why we do all this is to improve the sport, but also to improve all these athletes, to improve ourselves. Like... I'm excited that Luke and all these other players are getting better and trying to beat me so I can get better. Totally. Right? That's the whole goal of this. Yeah. And so whoever like is wanting it the most and who's improving the most is like that's who deserves it. It's not gonna be like friends, it's not gonna be yeah. if you like right, like it's definitely gonna be who's you know, been wanting it and who wants to play a lot and like, you know. Yeah. You gotta teach the old dog new tricks yes. somehow. <laughs> uh, I definitely agree. I think that there's so much depth now yeah. in California. Not that there mm-hmm. wasn't before, but it's yeah. it's even crazier now where like I it's, mean, even if you look at the 
the last this the bracket from you know state finals yeah, it shows it. it's like you're looking at like all of the round of 16 matchups and you're like yeah. well that's not really an I, easy matchup yeah. <laughs> i think when you, know? you like look back on the year of like and where you can go back we can do a different podcast on this but it's like the generals were broken up to okay these are obviously the winners and that's what happens yeah. The El Grandes were a lot different. It was a lot closer, a lot of different mashups, and it was definitely a lot more complicated on who's going to who. A lot of round of eights happened that were probably not supposed to happen, and definitely a lot more, like, a lot harder to, like, differentiate who's better and who's, like, worse, for sure. Yeah, 100%. Mm-hmm. Um, is there anything else that you guys have on, on your minds, on your slate? Or so. I think that was a pretty good wrap-up. I mean, uh, we should probably mention the... Oh, we'll talk about the tournament uh, for the state teams, I guess. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So, it's January 14th and 15th. Uh, It's in Arizona. It's going to be at ASU. Um, I haven't been. I didn't go to the last tournament that was there. No, no, they've had a few there. Yeah, Yeah. but Trevor says it's like one of the nicest fields. Sanford says it's one of the nicest fields. Like a whole bunch of other people say it's one of the nicest fields you've ever done played on, you know? So... <laughs> um, so hopefully that's true, uh, but also it's just gonna be a fun event. Um, right now on Fuego, I think I see seven teams signed up. Like Texas is there, so that's obviously like, like, incom- like that's that. the one we want to see. Like yeah. that's the one we want to play. Like that's who I want to play. Like I want to play every other state, but Texas, like they have definitely the best. Like a lot of the best players who are in pro right now. Are we have Colorado get- though. The oh, Colorado, yeah. I always forget about Colorado because I... Is yeah. Matt going to show up to this thing? That's a... Matt Orlip? Matt yeah. Orlip? Yeah, Ooh, Matt said, I talked to Matt, and Matt said he would travel for this out of state. Let's make sure the lights are off at this one, too. Yeah, yeah. that's... <laughs> <laughs> um, but... Their team, if, if Ryan, if Ryan Mao on a team, their team name should be Night Owls. That would be yeah. perfect. Yeah, yeah. Or the three-eyed Ravens. Ravenclaw. Yeah, Ravenclaw. Dude, they are honestly both Ravenclaw. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that's, so the CBC tournament is happening. Uh, the 14th and the 15th. Besides just... Trying to get housing, too? Yeah. To sort of yeah. organized in the yeah. next week to come? Basically, um, we're looking... I know they have a hotel thing on the Fuego page, but I think we're looking into an Airbnb because one, it might be cheaper for all of us, but also who doesn't want a house with a kitchen and we all can cook and, and we all can have fun. And a pool. Actually, not really? no lie, I yeah. actually found an Airbnb with a Ooh. huge um, like pool. A and this, yeah, and it has a huge, yeah. yeah, it's really cool. And so, so the further goals, details. Yeah, yeah, but... That should be fun. And not only for this tournament, not only the state team can go and play. Like, on Saturday, there'll be an open division for anybody who wants to go. There's also a division for a B squad. If there's anybody in that squad, will be three teams. So if we want, to, if anybody's interested in putting together a California B squad, that's three teams, then we can also get that together and do that. Because um, I know a lot of other states are also bringing a B squad. It'd be cool to like mash up like some of the college kids together. Yeah. Dude, I was literally sitting here thinking about it. I was like, oh, well, uh, depending on like, you know, who gets picked yeah. and whatnot, I was yeah. like, I was like, dude, it'd be so fun to play a tournament with Josh Kane. Like, that'd yeah. be crazy. That'd be fun. Like, that'd yeah. be so like, fun. Mix, mix in with some of the yeah, California that, schools. That'd yeah. be cool. Yeah. So it's like, and anybody who wants to go to just watch and play, even if you're not the best, or just travel, and you're in California and you want to be a part of this, and you don't, one, you don't know us, 
and you just want to go and travel and you don't know where you can stay, you can always stay with yep. us. Like yeah. where the goal is here is like to try to get whoever's in California that wants to go yep. to in the same housing situation. <laughs> so we are all there and we're all just hanging out together and doing yeah. stuff together. Yeah. No matter if you're from NorCal, SoCal, Central Cal, if you're from Turlock. It's all California from, does. Yeah. <laughs> um, but the whole goal is to make this thing huge and make this thing fun for all of us. Um, and then for the next tournament, there's going to be uh, American Youth Spikers has a county slash state tournament. It's mostly a state tournament for women's because uh, I think the idea is to like keep on building the women's there. And I know Idaho has like three squads from the state that they're bringing for women's. Nice. Uh, and so I think Where's that, that out again? that's in Las Vegas. Um, and also that's probably where our women's team will be competing if not the state v state tournament because the state v state tournament might not have a women's division. It's unclear. So we're trying to push for one and I hope we do get one. But um, it looks like for right now the February one might be the one where the women's compete. at. Um, but time will tell for sure. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, well, thank you so much for listening in. Uh, look out for the upcoming highlight video from the videographer who, who came Slow to... Media. Yeah, Slowco Media. Um, he's, the video we put out was pretty sick. Yeah. Uh, a little, yeah, a little glimpse of like what he's going to do for us. He was there all day. He was just videoing all yeah. day. And he was, he was really cool, too. Yeah. He did like, yeah, he's a homie. He was just like there to have fun. He seemed super hyped on everything and just like was having a good time and I think yeah I hope he I hope he uh, liked it as well and I think from what his little clip showed it, it seems like he has a really good vision for like what yeah, the video is going to be also he took like a lot of videos of Josh because he's a tournament director so Josh look out for that yeah. Uh, yeah the little clip that he did put together already though was so sick it so, was yeah. like Definitely, it, an definitely. hour after the tournament ended too, or something. Yeah, he yeah. Did. So the, yeah. <laughs> we were we were cleaning up, heading to toppers, and I get a text message from this man. It's like, check this out. It's not that good, but this is what I have. <laughs> and I was like mind blown by this guy. He's like, not that good. I was like, what the you're like, this like, is fire. This is fire. <laughs> <laughs> like, seriously. So yeah. this, like, this yeah, guy, man, this sucks. You need to step it up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. this man, this man is super cool. He wants yeah. to get in the. He actually wants to get in the spike ball to play too. Yeah, and we're hoping to have have him at more events next year. He's just stoked about spike yeah. ball, and yeah, hopefully we can see him more. Yeah, yeah. really cool. good plug. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, so shout out Brad and yeah. Slowco Media. Yeah, Slowco Slow. Media. And uh, yeah, I think that is all that we have for you today. We yep. hope you enjoyed this, and we will all see you next time. Bum, 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 yep. Bum, 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 bum.